And welcome, welcome, and actually thank you to everybody that listens to us. This is episode 68 of Damages Miami Up and In. Welcome back. Yes. It's good we, to be here again. And I say thank you, Mike, because last week we had um we had Yonder Alonzo on. What an amazing guest. And I got so much feedback. So many people that yep. wrote to me, that called me. People I hadn't heard from in in a while. And they were like, dude, what an amazing podcast. It was good. Amazing. It was and real th- good. Thank you, Yonder. Thank Th- you. Thank you, Yonder, for taking the time, inviting us to your house. That was awesome. And um, and just dropping all that knowledge on us, you know. We've had some, like you said, people reach out and write to us and see us and talk to us. And, you know, it, you talk to these guys with this high-level experience, and they make you kind of see things a little bit differently. You know what I mean? Then kind of being locked in and what you think, you know, and... And every time I talk to Yonder about certain situations, you know, I've known him for a little bit, a couple years, through three years. He always gives me a different angle. And I love it. You know, so we appreciate you, Yonder. Again, thanks again. And and hey, let's let's try to do it again sometime soon with him. You know, uh, the stories were great. The stories were were really great. And um, you know, the, the Tony Gwynn one, man. Amazing. <laughs> that one got to me because you know amazing. he's and, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna be talking Hall of Fame. Right in, in, in this episode, and, and I'm going to get quite animated about it, Mike, but uh, but Tony Gwynn, that's one of those legends. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. No, no-brainer. Yeah, no. The no-brainer. No, no-brainer. And, and, you know, Yonder telling those stories, man. And, you know, Yonder's a professional, bro. He works yeah. for MLB Network. You know, so such a nice guy. Um, he's a dad, you know, like us. And, you know, he, he gets it. Yeah. He gets it. He gets it. And, and you know, if you if you look at that story kind of like how I did, I saw it in many different angles. Like, come on, man, Tony Gwynn and his, his brain triggered and said, hey, I, I want to go help Yonder Alonso. And that Hall of Famer, that broadcaster, that ex-player took his time the next day to go and work with him and be there early on his time, you know. And, and, and that for me is like the biggest thing in that story. Like, wow, man, like. The character that Tony Gwynn must have had just as a person and wanting to help, preferably left-handed hitters. You know what I mean? But that's big time, man. You no, know that someone like Scott's going to take the time to, like like Yonder said when he told his dad, I was like, you got to go. Like, go now. And Yonder's like, it's 8 a.m. I'll have to be there to 11. He's like, go now. Like, it's just so nice of Tony, you know? Absolutely. And and it, and it goes actually to something we were just talking right before the podcast, Mike, and I'm I'm kind of glad you're mentioning it because it's a it's a perfect segue. You know, Tony Gwynn was one of my idols growing up. It was Mattingly, uh, Tony Gwynn, Ricky Henderson, you know, that that class, right? Uh, I met Mattingly, great, great guy, you know, when I met him. Um, and it's something about meeting your idols or hearing stories about your idols that when you hear something like that, you're like, okay, awesome. Yeah. You know, because it could, it could go the other way. Look, just this week, and I won't mention any names, there's a, a person who's in, you know, sports entertainment, um, who, who I met and, you know, I asked him if he could send a message to, to Anderson, who's a big fan of his. And he did. And he, and he, it's not just that he did. He could have been like, Hey Anderson, what's up? It's me, you know, congrats or whatever later. No, he like, he took time to personalize it, mention that he plays baseball and all that. That, that was big time. That was big time. When I woke, what, Amanda, you sent me that video, like at 6am the other day. It was awesome. So I wake up and I see this video and I'm like, Oh, let me see what Amanda's sending me. 
and that's something that stood out with me was how long the video was and how many things he said to Anderson about what they're going to do and his baseball and stuff like that. And those are nice touches, man. Yep. You know, like people don't realize it, but those are real nice personal touches. And, um, and those are little moments, man, that are, that, that sometimes these athletes do, you know, sometimes they'll say, Oh, he walked by, eh, but you know, a lot of times, man, with the right relationships and the right people, it's the right moments, man. And those are the special moments that he took his time to do that for Anderson and for you, you know? Yeah. Look, um, yesterday I was talking to one of the dads at the Academy, Greg Nunez, and he told me that he met Luisa Raiz. That's a school. He, and he did something really cool for, for his son. So uh, I'm like, dude, that's yeah. that's priceless. Is he staying? Huh? <laughs> Is he still with us, Arias? Is he gone or what? Arias. <laughs> so that, that's good when you hear yeah, that because I like Arias too. And yeah. and I've heard other things. I've yeah. heard about, I won't mention, you know, because I don't want to put anybody in a negative light, but I've heard about other athletes who are dicks. Yeah. I, I think it's all about maybe Absolute the moment dicks. and when you get them, yeah. you know. Um, I think also like the bigger the stars get, and I know this may sound off or whatever, but they don't like to give out too many autographs, man. Especially like on the correct part of the baseball or on the correct part of the part of the baseball card with the correct pen. They don't like to do that. You know, it's kind of like lowers yeah, the value the, a little the, bit. The you autographs know? and also but, you know, there, there's a there's a game to that too. You know, like there a is money a, game. Yeah, but but you can still always be nice, though. You could always be you nice, can always yeah. be nice, or you you can you know do it a different way, but. You know, I, I, I think that a lot of it is just because I've had both experiences, good and bad, with players, you know. Even with players I've known, and it's just about how you catch them on that day, man, because they got feelings, they got emotions too. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they want to be to themselves. It can be a lot of things. Not making excuses for being a dick. Not. But we also have to have a little bit of a scope, uh, a little bit of wiggle room with these guys, you know, where – Maybe he's got to get somewhere. Maybe he can't do something. You know what I mean? And not yeah. always jump to that you're just being an asshole. No, you know of course. What I, you know what course. I mean? Like, you know. Look, I was at the airport at LAX one time. And if you just sit at any any day <clears throat> at LAX, you're going to see celebrities. Oh, I saw sure. the late Jim Brown there. I saw um, one day I was having a beer and I, I turned to my left. You know, we're having, I'm having a conversation with the bartender and a gentleman to my right. A guy sits on my left and he starts conversing with us. He gets into the conversation and I look and it was James Vanderbeek from Dawson's Creek and Varsity 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 Blues. Blues. Yeah. What a what a great movie. Uh Mox. Mox, the quarterback. <laughs> I don't want your life. But uh, <laughs> and he was super cool, you know. Um so one day I'm there sitting and there's a couple next to me. And Michael Sarah walks by from Superbad and all those movies, you know. Uh Nick and Nora, uh Juno. He walks by, has a big guitar, he's carrying, and the couple next to me is like, hey, hey, oh my God, Michael Sarah, hey, you know, hi, you know, we're big fans, can we take a picture with you? And he goes to them, look, I, I, I really wouldn't want to take a picture to cause attention, but, you know, you guys seem nice, I, I'm, I could stay here and talk to you guys, you want to have a conversation. Oh, wow. And I'm here like, I'm, I'm just there, I didn't say anything, I'm like, oh, cool, you know? They're like, yeah, so, bro, he just stood there for, like, 10 minutes and had a conversation with the couple next to me. That's awesome. He just didn't want to, like, take a picture and, Yeah, you know, yeah, I didn't see a tag. Um, one time, Emmanuel uh, Shariki from uh, Entourage, Sloan, uh, beautiful, 
beautiful. One of my one of my favorites. Um, and that, <laughs> and I have a funny story to tell about that. Um, I don't know if my wife will kill me or not, but I'll, I'll take my <laughs> chances. But uh, she was really nice. We took a picture. When I got to LAX, I helped her with her baggage. And she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You know, she was really sweet. Um, so, you know, like, you know, sometimes, I don't know, with, with Jenny, you ever have this conversation. Or sometimes, you know, men men and their significant others or wives, you know. Like, Anna loves Channing Tatum. Okay, of course. And, you know. Maluma. Whether, Maluma. <laughs> whether it's playing or not or whatever, she's like... Listen, babe, I love you. You got the but, pass. But uh, Channing Tatum or Maluma. <laughs> so at that time, Entourage was was the show, you know? And I was like, oh, Sloan, hey, you know, she told me that about Channing Tatum. Well, if, if I ever meet Sloan, you know? So um, so I met Sloan. And I, I send her the picture. And I'm like, babe, look who I just met. <clears throat> Dude, she calls me. And God bless her because she calls me, like, in, bro, in a serious tone. Like, hey, babe, listen, you know. I never thought you'd meet this person, but hey, you know, I I, I want you to know that I, I don't care, you know. I mean, there's like <laughs> a once awesome. in a life, and I go, hey, God bless you for thinking that she would want anything to do with me. God bless oh you because, God, that's awesome. bro, like you think that chick saw oh me and she's like, gosh. oh yeah, Armandito, oh, yeah, bro, Armando, and no, bro. and what you were mentioning about like if you sit at the it airport, it was super funny. No, that's that, that, that's awesome. That's oh yeah, Anna, man. Serious tone, huh? Wow. <laughs> in a serious, like, hey, babe, you know, and I'm like, yes, yeah, okay, you listen. you know who celebrities are and you know what they look like, right? So you can figure it out. But remember that story I told you about my father-in-law that he sent me the picture of oh yes, with Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson, yeah. And then 20 minutes earlier, it was Ken Griffey sitting next to him at the bar in some hotel somewhere, and he had no clue. And he had no clue. <laughs> So he, after about an hour, he's like, he sends me a picture of Bo Jackson having a beer and he's next to him. Literally just, he's like, Mike, these guys have been talking baseball for an hour. Who are these guys? <laughs> You're going to be like, this right guy's there. Bo Jackson. He's like, no, and this was the guy that was here 20 minutes ago and it was Ken Griffey Jr. Wow. And he had no idea. Wild, huh? Wow. It's crazy. And they talked to him, they sat there and they talked to him for the whole time. They just, he had no idea. I've seen that before, man. Like, you know. Celebrities talking to people and they have no clue, no clue, no clue who they are, yeah. and and you know and and sometimes the celeb sometimes celebrities appreciate that because not everybody's about like oh I can't believe you don't know me. Sometimes right. they want to go incognito. Absolutely, yeah. you know. Um, and and I lay and when I went to LA with uh, with Anna uh, for the first time, <clears throat> I had gone for work, and like I said, you know, you see a thousand celebrities, and she told me, oh, you know, a couple of friends told me that. You don't really see too many celebrities. And I'm like, well, I see them at the airport. But whatever, you know. <clears throat> we get there. We check in. We go get a coffee at, it's called The Grove. It's a little mall there. And we're going to meet her friend, Linda, right after. And Linda is um, does, like, uh, publicity for, for movies and TV shows. So at that time, she was working on Mad Men. Great show. One of my favorites of all time. So we get to The Grove. We're walking, and I see John Slattery who played one of the characters in, in Mad Men. So I go up to him and I'm like, hey, you know, John, we're, we're big fans, man. We see the show all the time. And and I'm like, actually, we're friends with Linda, who works on the show. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, dude, Linda, of course I know her. So we take a picture. I take one and Anna takes one. We're like, oh, we're going to send it to Linda. We're actually going to see her later. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to mention that, that I met you guys. What was your name again? Oh, Anna and Armando. Oh, cool, whatever. Bro, we go meet with Linda after. Well, on the way to meet Linda, 
remember, they just told Anna, oh, hey, you're not going to see celebrities. Bro, we're going down Sunset Boulevard or whatever. Oh, look, the Hollywood Theater, no, so the Chinese Theater. Eh? A cop, bro, goes to the middle of the street and goes, stop. So we stopped, like, okay. Signals to a car. There was an SUV, and he's like, okay, get out of the car. You can cross the street now. Mark Wahlberg. There you go. Like, just in front of our car. We're like, oh, That's crap. Awesome. Worth so it. So we go meet with Linda. John Slattery actually told Linda, sent her a text and said, hey, I just met your friend. Super, super cool that, awesome. he, that he even did that. The next day, we're in Rodeo Drive. We're crossing the street. We're about to cross the street. Light turns red. SUV stops right there. A guy gets out of his passenger's uh, door, the passenger seat. He, to be un gracioso, like throws himself on the hood of the SUV, down a vuelta, like if the car hit him. And I'm looking at this guy doing this, and I'm like, babe, that's Bruce Willis. <laughs> it was Bruce Willis. <laughs> awesome. And I look at the pa the driver, and it's his wife, and his wife like looks at me like, say, like saying, like, it's a freaking clown, you know? Oh, my god. And he's gosh. just walking, he like, walks past us, you know, bald with a white t-shirt and jeans. Bro. That like, is awesome. And then that night, we got a jar with Linda and uh, Ron Perlman, who played Hellboy. It's like nice. sitting in the booth next to us. Nice. Bro, it's... You know, and, and we didn't bother any of them except Slattery because we saw him there. But, dude, it's, uh, you know, first time in L.A. for her, for Anna, and somebody tells her, oh, yeah, you're not going to see one celebrity. And it was like one celebrity after always another, after another, after another. You're always going to have that person that's going to, you know. Yeah. Okay, okay. You see, you see 20,000 oh, 20, people. But, but you know, but, but kudos to, you know, yeah, these man. people that we met that are nice, you know, yep. yonder with Tony Gwynn. So, me dio alegría to hear that. Absolutely. You know, it made me happy. It made me really happy. The late yeah. Tony Gwynn, who I, I can't believe he's gone. But yeah. Yeah, it was a great story, especially with the Hall of Fame voting right around the corner and stuff like that. And we're going to get to that it now kind because... Of, uh, uh, kind of perfect. It, it, uh, it, it's one of those times, Mike. It's, uh, I look forward, I look forward to, to, uh, to certain things every single year, right? And, and when, I, when this day comes, it's, like a, it's, a, it's a little holiday for me. Uh, because it's a day for me to get pissed and it's a day to me to go off on, on baseball writers. Some of them who are friends of mine, by the way. And and something's gotta give, Mike. The some, system's some, gotta change. Something's gotta give. Because let's 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 go let's go through the list. Let's go through the list, shall we? And and it's not just the the obvious ones, right? But but hey, if they're gonna open it up for this many people, then Concho, you know, open it up for a lot more people. So congrats, you know, some deserving Hall of Famers, Adrian Beltre, 95% of the vote. Adrian Beltre, what I like about Adrian Beltre, Mike, is that he, um, very, very calladito, very calladito, you know, put up those Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. Somebody mentioned he was never, he was never the guy. You know, he's never the guy, but very quiet. You look at his numbers and you're like, Cuño. Yeah, you had to respect him big time. When that this guy, this guy is awesome. Right, you know, uh, he's really good. Todd Helton, congrats to him in his prime, one of the top hitters. Joe Maurer, Beast. super deserving. Joe Maurer, super deserving, which I was going to send you this yesterday that we were talking about Mike Quintana being voted uh, Louisville Slugger Player of the Week. It's big time. Joe Maurer was the number one pick that year. <laughs> he was the number one pick. So, so those three, three guys got in, right? Those three guys okay. got in, but 
I'm going to go over the guys that did not get in. Okay. Billy Wagner's up there. Okay, one of the top closers ever. But go on your mic. Gary Sheffield isn't a Hall of Famer because he was mentioned in the Balcos thing. So he gets 63.9% of the vote. He got close. Carlos Beltran. But then you go down. A-Rod. One of the best baseball players of all time. Ever. 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 I know he got caught. I know he paid the price. But you know who employs him, Mike? MLB. MLB puts him there to call games. Yep. But he's not deserving to be a Hall of Famer. He gets 34% of the vote. So, mind you, I think they should all get in, Mike. But why does Gary Sheffield get 63% of the vote? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know he got caught too, but... 63%, yeah, you know, Gary Sheffield, he should have gotten in, by the way. But A-Rod, 34. Why? Porque no te cae bien. No, porque los voters take it personal. Because when A-Rod was probably in his second or third year, he probably gave a fresh remark to that reporter, and that reporter is still voting now 30 years later, yeah. and they hold that against. That's why the system's got to change. And let me tell you something, Armando, and I agree with Deion Sanders, okay? Deion Sanders is not happy with the NFL Hall of Fame. He's like, nope. he's like, yeah, you're a Hall of Famer. I'm a Hall of Famer, but I'm a lot better than you. You know what I'm saying? He's like, there should be in the NFL an upper room that it's one player per position, the best ever. You know what I mean? I just feel, okay, that all of these guys were great baseball players. There's no doubt about it, okay? But if from those three that were selected, Armando, now, I'm going to ask you a tough question, bro. Pick one. From the three, the three. that Pick were one. selected? Pick one. I'm picking Joe Maurer. That's it. To me, that's the only one in my standards for the Hall of Fame and what I think, okay, this year, I, I would have been good with just him. Yeah. Okay? I would have been good with just him. Because, look, know? like Pete, Pete Rose one time, they asked him uh, – well, they had asked, like, I think it was Ken Rosenthal, Bob Costas, they were having, and I think I've mentioned it on the show before, they asked uh, Ken Rosenthal, they're like, do you think Pete Rose, if he gets reinstated as a Hall of Famer, he goes, well, maybe not on the first ballot, and oh Pete Rose goes, God. hey! Come on, man. He goes, you're either a Hall of Famer. Or you're not. Or you're not. You know, we have these discussions, Mike, because they opened it up to a bunch of guys to get in. Look, no knock. All those guys on that list, Mike, all of them. All of them, all of them on that list were damn good baseball players. No doubt. You know, another one that should have gotten in, Manny Ramirez, but Chase Utley, Omar Vizquel, Bobby Abreu, Jimmy Rawlings, Andy Pettit, Mark Burley, K-Rod, Torrey Hunter, David Wright, tremendo pelotero, bro. Tremendous. Some of the best players I've seen. But do they all deserve to be on the Hall of Fame? No, and no. that's okay. And that's okay. That's like, look, <clears throat> let me throw a name. Let, let's, let's, let's play a game right now. From that list, I'm going to go, You just, and I'm going to ask you, Hall of Famer or not? Joe Maher, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Omar Vizquel? No. Billy Wagner? You thought about it too long. No. No. Adrian Beltre? Yes. Uh, Todd Helton? No. Exactly. There were some no's, and there was one, you, Billy Wagner, you had to... It's a no. If you got to think it's about a it, no. so if it's debatable... Gary Sheffield? I have to see the numbers. Manny Ramirez. He had a span there of four or five years where it was real deal. I have to see the numbers. A-Rod. Yes. Okay. So to me, the right. ones that are I like, yes. Point. I see your point. Are right. the ones that like, right. you don't right, even, right, right. like Tony Gwynn. 
Wade Boggs. Yes. 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 <laughs> you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like we're, we're, we're letting guys in. And again, I'm not knocking these guys, bro. No, again, not, not at all. But I think that we're letting guys in. Okay. That are good. But I don't know if they were great. You understand? And then now some of the names that are even getting on the ballot are absolutely ridiculous. Look, Andrew Jones is another okay. one that's that's there, that's borderline. But it's like if you if you put if you put Todd Helton, then Andrew Jones He's is in gotta be Gary there. Sheffield's in, of Manny course. Ramirez is in. But that's what I'm saying. Like like it can't I just there's gotta be a separator between a good or a very good baseball player and the Hall of Famer. And sometimes I feel that that line gets blurred or gets smeared because in my mind, what a Hall of Famer is, there's a lot of guys there that won't be there. I agree. In my mind. I think it should be exclusive. I think it should be picky. I think that you need to be a beast. You know, I think you need to dominate. And I think there should be nothing to debate about. Look, and I, and I, and I know, and, and look, I, you know, not, and to make these people happy, they're like, oh, but this guy, when I went to the Hall of Fame, when Tony Perez got in, I went with my dad, and it's the only time I've been to Cooperstown, awesome experience. I took pictures of a bunch of stuff. One of the things I took a picture of, there was a, a gold glove, Don Mattingly. So even though he's not a Hall of Famer, he's represented in the Hall of Fame of in some way. Of course. But, you know, how can you how can you be a baseball writer and pick and choose based on what? Like, so yes, A-Rod got caught, whatever, fine. Gary Sheffield was on the Bill, whatever, Mitchell, on the Mitchell report, right? Fine. Manny Ramirez, there were rumors. But how, how, how do you... How do you know that Beltre didn't? How do you know that that Todd Helton didn't? How do you know that Joe Maurer didn't? Like, who cares? Like, Barry Bonds was never really suspended for for anything. So why is he being judged when he's probably the the greatest baseball player to ever put on a uniform? Even before he they accused him of taking anything, he was still the best player in the league. You know what I'm saying? He had monster numbers. He was 40-40. Um, I just think that people need to get over it. And the whole thing with Pete Rose, uh, I don't know if, if these writers are up to date, but you can pretty much bet on your phone right now on a million different apps. It's legal in a bunch of states. So the same thing, Pete Rose can walk into any casino or get any app right now on his phone and he can place a bet on any game that he wants. Mike, you could go, like, like look, like the in, the, in, the, in the NFL, there's been some NFL players that have bet on, on some games and they gotten suspended a few games Pete Rose got banned yeah, and man, now man. and now baseball is going to have the Oakland A's go to Las Vegas and have a casino and, and they're going to have a casino in the, in the, in the, in the, in the stadium yeah. but you know what you can't take away because by the way I know Pete Rose he's not inducted into the Hall of Fame but you go his name's there on the hits thing yeah you know like you still can't take away those thousands and that record's going to be of hits no it's not going to be touched him, him and Ricky Henderson that's not touch, yeah. not touching that no, can you imagine Ricky Henderson now with the bigger bags and the pitch clock Amazing. No, and then I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look to see what I sent you the other day because I, as soon as they, um, I don't think I sent you the full list, but one of the next year there's an obvious one. Next year Ichiro. Oh, first ballot. 100%. First ballot, like 
Uh, it should be 100%. It should be 100%. Whoever votes against them should be fired. Should be, should be smacked. Should be smacked. You know, whoever, whoever votes against them should sit in there and try to hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball or a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Mike, it's a you travesty I mean? that there's only like, I think there's two unanimous ever, and one of them was Mariano Rivera. Like, who the hell votes against Jeter? I, I just, who the hell votes against some of these, like, you know, Tony? Who voted against Tony why, Gwynn? Who voted against Greg Maddox? Why aren't managers and players voting on this? It shouldn't be or these baseball writers. Or a committee, or why don't you have a standard for for pitching and hitting, like a standard, you know what I mean? Um, because if you continue doing it the way you're doing it by, oh, the best players of that, whatever, what if you had a really watered down 10 years? Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think that the system really sucks, and you have a lot of people voting that really have no clue. Too personal. Look, I was... Uh, it's, called, it's called the power of the pen, bro. Yeah. And I love the power of the pen. You know, it's great when you have it, you know, but like, like not in this type of thing. Look, like, I, had, I had the ultimate privilege to be a voting member of the Boxing Writers... Uh, I mean, I, I was part of the Boxing Writers Association of America, and I had uh, the privilege of being a Hall of Fame voter. And there's guys... I haven't been a member of the BWAA because I, I don't I don't write anymore, right? Uh, but when I was part of it, there was a few guys that popped up in, in the ballot that in my eyes were Hall of Famers. They were damn good boxers that won titles in, in different divisions. And these guys are still not on the Hall of Fame and they're still on the ballot. And there's guys that have gotten in that I don't think should have been Hall of Famers. It's It's kind of like the same argument, you know, like, Roy Jones Jr., hell yeah, the Hall of Famer. But then you mentioned some other, I don't want to mention names, just, you know. And then you're like, okay, that guy shouldn't have gotten in. But then last year, Rafael Marquez gets in, former Bantamweight champion. Israel Vasquez, who's a, a friend of mine, and had a trilogy with Rafael Marquez where he beat him in one of the fights. The other two fights were hell, who's a great champion, was a great champion, didn't get voted in. So you're like, yeah. why is one in and not the other? And, and you know, and, and the Baseball Hall of Fame, you opened it up to a bunch of people. So then with the rules they have and the criteria they have, you ask me, Armando, Manny Ramirez, I'm going to say yes. Andrew Jones, yes. Gary Sheffield, yes. Billy Wagner, I don't know. So to me, that's a no. But, you know, you're opening it up. You're opening up for the scope. You're opening up the scope. You're opening real up big. the scope. So Kirby but, Puckett's in, right. but not Mattingly. Why? Right. But but some of the guys that are getting in, they're not comparable with some guys. They're not comparable with the Tony Gwynns. They're not comparable with the guys from before. And just the numbers they're not. You know, and, and I think that the range is big. Look, you mentioned I think it's too big. You mentioned about Ramirez with the stretch he had, right? Another guy that had a, a nice little stretch is gonna be on the ballot next year. And that's Felix Hernandez, yeah. who was a great pitcher. But Felix Hernandez won 169 games, Mike. Yeah, he's not if you're going to put him in, no, no, Andy Pettit should no, be in. No, because Andy yeah. Pettit went and pitched when it yeah. mattered yeah. and won. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Andy Pettit, to me, to me, who I watch him a lot because I'm a Yankee fan, to me, Andy Pettit is better than some pitchers that are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so Felix Hernandez, yeah. you know, he, he, it's like, oh, is he in or out? And I forgot what other name I saw, and I'm like, no, I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I need to, I need to see who, who it was. But there was somebody who it's I was a, like, I don't, I don't think he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. You know, guys to me that are Hall of Famers are Mariano Rivera's, 
Derek Jeter's, you know, guys like that, you know, that that were epic names and big guys in the games that big big numbers won, you know. Oh, the guy I was gonna mention, somebody you know was I mean? was trying to make an argument for Dustin Pedroia. No, no, great Look, player, great, great player, player, great but player. No. The, the no. other one that you no know, next year, Ichiro. Yep. And this man right here, CC Sabathia. You know, and CC Sabathia is one of those guys that's probably not a that right away you're like, yes, but based on the criteria of the baseball right. Hall of Fame, he's a definite yes right. because he's a lot better. He's He's a hundred times right. more candidate for the Hall of Fame than Felix Hernandez. Right. Now I'm going to see how fast you answer this question. Okay. If you had to pick Hall of Famer, Ichiro or Cece? Oh, Ichiro. <laughs> see what I'm saying? No doubt. Like, should there be that big of a, you right. know what I mean? Like, like to me, like, I don't even think that's close. No. Like, look. You like, know what I mean? Going like, back, I don't know. I going just, back, there were no brainers. We're talking pitchers. If I told you, Greg Maddox. Yes. Pedro Martinez. Yes. Randy Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Roger Clemens, who's not yeah. in the Hall of yes. Fame. Hell yes. <laughs> yes. Nolan Ryan. Yes. Hell yes. But then I throw like, you know, Felix Hernandez. <sighs> and you're like, you know, Felix <sighs> Hernandez and, and Roger Clemens. No, and that's a that's, huge that's gap. Thing. That's the thing. You don't want huge. that gap to be too big because there may be years then that you're just going to be letting in good players. And I don't think the Hall of Famers for good players, man. I think the Hall of Famers for great but, but and they, elite but players. But they opened it up, Mike, and that's the thing, you know? Look, if you want to give a recognition, yes. you know? Like an but, honorable mention. But if you want to do La Plaque, la, 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 look, this year a manager's getting in who 100% is a Hall of Famer, Jim Leland. Why is he in now yeah. when he's like 80 years old? You know, I like, would like to see an you? MLB... Um, defensive roster or lineup with like with Deion set an upper room solely based on numbers not based on championships not based on the numbers numbers I want the best hitting and defensive catcher who was he I want the best you know who, who I, I'm curious yeah if you, had to, if you had to pick one per position it's tough right it's, it's very tough because who it's are you going to pick like Yogi Berra Johnny Bench <clears throat> Mike Piazza there's a lot of people there's a lot of but people but I'm saying but 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 those are that is like more like the conversation I would like to have. Look, like, let, let's water it down a know? little bit more. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you go to Yankee Stadium and you have, you know, yep. Monument Park. Yep. With all the retired numbers. Yep. Now you go and you're like, is Seattle going to retire Felix Hernandez's number? Probably not. So. Why should he be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, no. And and I'm, again, I'm not yeah. saying Felix Hernandez. Felix Hernandez was a great pitcher. Kawaii, for for that stretch, he was amazing. Yeah. It's just a matter of th there's levels. Right. There's levels, and you hear that a lot. There's levels to each game. There's levels to levels and layers. There's levels to coaching yep. little league. There's levels to coaching big leagues. Yep. There's levels to playing in the big leagues. Yep. Now, if you want to have a college Hall of Fame, Pat Burrell's a First ballot. Pat Burrell's one of the greatest college players of all time. But is Pat Burrell a Hall of Famer in MLB? No, yeah. he was a good player. I think you played with him, yep. no? Yep. Pat Burrell was, was an awesome player, but he's not a Hall of Famer. No, That's okay. not a knock, not a knock. On, on, on Pat Burrell. Look, there, there's guys that probably played for the Phillies and the Indians that they're like, Coño, Indian Hall of Famer. Indian Hall of Famer. A Phillies Hall of Famer. 
But is he a Hall of Famer? No. Look, Philly's Hall of Famer right now, like you could say, like, you know, you, you think about this stretch. When they've gone to the World Series, you're like. Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard, Philly's Hall of Famer. No doubt. Rookie of the Chase Year, Sutley, MVP. Philly's Hall of Famer. No doubt. Mike Schmidt, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> you know, it, there's levels. Orioles, Mike Quayer, Orioles Hall of Famer. Jim Palmer, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Boo Powell, Orioles Hall of Famer. You know, Kyle Ripken, Hall of Famer. Yeah. There's levels. There's levels. And there's nothing wrong nothing with wrong it. Nothing wrong with it, yeah. But, you know, look, look at me, hold it, Mike, is, is the whole, you know... And look, I'm a, I was a, I'm, I'm, I'm still, you know, in, in journalism, you could say, you know, uh, I'm going to do a gig now with Univision again for a couple of days. But, you know, it, it's very easy to sit and, and look at things, not like me, because I, you know, not, not to pat myself on the back. I think I see things with a pretty like open lens. Right. But there's other people who I think take it way too serious and, you know, puff out their chest and A-Rod is not a Hall of Famer. Why? No, because the, the steroids. Okay. This guy is? Yeah, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Gary Sheffield, the Hall of Famer. Okay, you voted for Sheffield, but not for A-Rod. Why? He was on the report. Oh, but did you vote for Bonds? No, no, he cheated. Tell me, when did he get caught? Oh, no, because of Balco. Was it ever proven? Like, did, did MLB suspend him for a year? No, okay. So you have a guy that got suspended, a guy that was on a report, and a guy who was on a report but wasn't suspended either. Right. So why did you vote for one guy and not the other two? Right. Like what? What? Yeah. What makes you the? the I'm the telling authority? you what it is. It's it's the you know? the fact that they didn't like a remark 15, 20 years ago, or they had an exchange uh, twenty five years ago, and and they're holding a grudge. You know what I mean? Which is the ultimate way to not be a professional. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so Mike, you know, like I, I you know I. I think we've talked a lot about this topic, but yeah, it's something that bothers me yeah. every year, you know, and next year I'm going to bitch yeah. about it too because yeah. Sheffield still may not get in. Yep. Andrew Jones still may not get yep. in. They should but, be. But, those, de yeah. but then, you know, Felix Hernandez will get in and then, yeah. you know, we'll, 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 we'll be talking about it next year because that, uh, until it changes, like, why is Mark McGuire not in? Why is Sammy Sosa not in? It's time you to know, turn the page on that and get those yeah. guys in and, and let's just move Rafael on Rafael Palmero, you know, like, why? Get, get them all in. Get them all in, but man, man, he looked bad when he went to Congress. Yeah, pointing that finger, pointing the finger, man. Shit, you know, man. I should have just said like McGuire. Just shut up. Hey, I'm here to, you know, you I'm here to just shut up. Like McGuire said, you I'm know? here to talk about the future, uh, not the past. But the whatever. Oh my gosh. But but Mike, you know, before we go, you know, we're, we want to do a, a short program for you guys because next week we're gonna have a guest. The following week, hopefully, we have another guest, and you know, we're gonna have a, a huge year, huge 2024 here on on up and in. But Mike, the the Little League season's upon us. That's it. Opening day is on, for Miba is on, on Friday. Uh, Six U Gray has a game. We play again on, on Sunday. Big, big season. We're ready, man. We're super ready. Um, teams are built, set, rosterized, uniforms. They got their schedules. And we're locked and loaded, ready to start this Friday. Uh, most of the teams play this weekend. And um, and then next week, the third, we'll start the Palmer League, which we have three teams nice. over there. And the Diamond Dreams Instructional League will start on the third as well. Lots of baseball. Lots of baseball for the next four or five months. So let's get after it. Can't wait. Can't wait. A lot of late nights coming up. <laughs> and hey, if, uh, if you're looking to buy, to sell, call me. It's a, it's a new year. Um, they just predicted that interest rates are going to get under 6% at some point this year. So... Don't wait. 
don't wait because the the market's still the inventory's still low. There's a lot of nice properties out there, but if you don't get into it now, once the rates go lower, everybody's gonna be in the market. Yep. And then you're gonna be competing. Listen to your guy Armando. You know, call me, call me, and and look, and next by next week, I think I'll have some breaking news uh, regarding real estate. But you know, just hang tight. Uh, I'll mention it. But I'm I'm your guy. Call me. Drop your number. Yep. 786-252-1691. And if you want to call Coach Mike. 305-219-2957. Awesome. But, you know, next week we'll be we'll be back at it, Mike. Yes, and, sir. Uh, I can't know, wait. We'll be, uh, we'll be talking some uh, some Little League. Hopefully our guest comes through and we're, we're going to talk some, so. some good baseball. I think we're going to be in them. good shape. We'll, we'll, we'll promote them once, once we have a, a definitive date. Um, and we have some some good players coming out, and I still want to do that FIU reunion, man. We got to do it. We're gonna buy some season tickets. College foot, college baseball, right around the right corner. Right around the corner, we're getting our season tickets for FIU and UM. We're gonna get them. I'm, right, I'm gonna go. buy the season tickets for FIU. I'll go to some Canes awesome games, but games. I'll, I'll be at Canes Fest February third. So gonna, look out for me there. Hey, Marlins Fest is Friday. Fan Fest. That's right. I'll be at SmackDown. Nice. <laughs> but uh, but we'll see you next week see for sixty nine. See ya.